Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. KSL FM Midvale, KSL Salt Lake City. Listen on the KSL News Radio app and in your car at 102.7 FM. KSL News Radio, Utah's all day companion for news. Good afternoon, 3 o'clock at KSL News Radio. I'm Jeff Kaplan. 39 degrees. It's mostly cloudy. KSL's top story the unanswered questions after yesterday's officer involved shooting in Farmington. KSL News Radio's Amy Kobabe reports the latest. We know that 25 year old Chase Allen was shot and killed by police after a traffic stop yesterday outside the Farmington Post Office. Police say he was non compliant. They have not yet said whether he had a gun or why they felt threatened. A search of Allen shows no prior records. And now, as police begin their investigation, there's a new question about what took place in the minutes after the shooting. We just make sure that all the body cams have been off now. Cam for all units on the Farmington incident, make sure your body cam's shut off. That's Police Chief Eric Johnson. But when asked about that, he tells KSL-TV that it's protocol to turn off body cams once they deem the scene secure. Five officers are on administrative leave for as long as the investigation is underway. Amy Kobabe, KSL News Radio. An Idaho judge has decided Chad and Lori Vallow Daybell will get separate murder trials. Lori Vallow was in court for the ruling today. Chad appeared online from jail. The motion to split their trials focused on new DNA evidence in the case. Now looks like Lori Vallow Daybell will stand trial April 3rd. Her husband's trial is yet to be set. They're each charged in the murders of Lori's children and Chad's ex-wife. The House Ethics Committee has launched an investigation into Congressman George Santos. Maria Chaleos is live at the KSL National News Desk. Jeff, the committee forming a subcommittee to look into allegations against the embattled congressman from New York. George Santos is facing all sorts of allegations of fraud. Plus, he's been accused of lying on multiple fronts and fabricating most of his resume. The Justice Department today clearing the way for injured Capitol Police officers to sue former President Trump over harm they suffered during the January 6th insurrection. The department says no part of the president's official responsibilities include the incitement of imminent private violence. That filing in federal court says the court should reject Mr. Trump's argument that he's protected under absolute immunity. A final dramatic argument from the prosecution in Alex Murdoch's double murder trial. The only thing they corroborated for you throughout the investigation, throughout this trial, and throughout Mr. Waters' cross-examination is he's a liar. 
The disbarred South Carolina lawyer lied for more than a year after being at the about being at the crime scene, only admitting he was there after video from the scene surfaced with his voice on it. Murdoch's fate now in the hands of the jury. And a Denver woman turned detective after thieves targeted her SUV twice in three months and a scop reporting both incidents to police but felt they weren't doing enough to solve the crimes. She got surveillance footage of the second theft from a nearby restaurant showing a man stealing parts from underneath her car. If these people know that the people that you're victimizing are not going to sit on the sideline and do nothing, maybe it'll deter people in the future. Denver police say 465 Cadillac converter thefts have been reported in that city this year. Live from the KSL National News Desk, I'm Maria Chaleos, KSL News Radio. The former mayor of West Bountiful was sentenced today on multiple child sex abuse charges. Carl Matthew Johnson was once a bishop in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. The 77-year-old was given the max three sentences of nine years to life and one sentence of one to 15 years. Pharmaceutical manufacturer Eli Lilly announced yesterday that they've set a price cap on the generic insulin brand, $25 a vial. Stephanie Arsenault from Utah Insulin for All says, while this is good news, there's still more work to do. You can't utilize your insulin if you don't have a way to get it into your body. So making sure that the cost of things like syringes, pen needles, insulin pump supplies, insulin pumps, all um, do not cost um, exorbitant amounts of money. In his State of the Union, President Biden called on Congress to establish affordable, life-saving health care and accessibility. We still have weeks of winter still to come, and UDOT has already exceeded their snow plowing budget, so how are they going to get us through the rest of the winter? Here's KS on News Radio's Adam Small. UDOT spokesperson John Gleason says the money they get to remove snow comes out of their general maintenance budget, the same one they use for other construction projects. So there's plenty of money to use if they need to plow more snow than they anticipated. Gleason says all they have to do is put off some of the less essential projects to the next fiscal year in July so they have whatever funds they need to plow snow now. Gleason says the more pressing projects, those that have an impact on people's health and well-being, including plowing, won't be put off. The Utah Avalanche Center says a skier triggered a large avalanche near Beaver Mountain yesterday. They say this slide could easily have buried someone, and it's a good reminder always to have somebody with you, along with a beacon, a shovel, and a probe whenever you explore the backcountry. KSL Newstime 305. So... First look traffic, Ricky Meese is here. How's Thursday shaping up? Off to a great start on the Valley Freeways, north and southbound I-15. Freeway speeds, no accidents or delays. Uh, We do have a good drive in the canyons again today. And no restrictions in place for big or little cottonwood. One accident to report, it is in the Harriman area, southbound Mountain View Corridor at 118th South. Ricky Meese in the KSL Traffic Center. In just a moment, you're going to hear about a sport you never knew existed. My minute's on the way next. Hey! I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.